This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. At 325 on Grant and Danny, we're going to just imagine what town might look like if Washington was ever to play in one of these games again. That's what you do when it's been 31 years since it's happened. That's coming up in just a bit. And at 425 on the show, our Super Bowl draft. We'll see who makes the best plate of foods at a Super Bowl party. But right now, let's get to the BetQL guest hotline and talk to our guy, Ross Tucker. Insider calls are presented by BetQL, your one-stop shop for sports betting analytics, an app that helps you make the most informed bets possible. Download BetQL's app. Visit BetQL.com today. Ross, awesome to have you on the show, buddy. We got ourselves quite a matchup put together here for Sunday, huh? Yeah, we do, man. I'm looking forward to it. Always great talk with you guys, by the way. But, yeah, I mean, listen, it's the two best teams. It's the two number one seeds. It's the best roster in the sport against the best player in the sport. There's a reason why the point spread is as close as it is. I am very hopeful that we're going to have an awesome close game. If it's possible, I find myself doing this this week, Ross, but if it's possible, it feels like Kansas City's being disrespected despite their resume. Are you getting that sense? No. Um, I, I almost feel like it's been the opposite, to be honest with you, and maybe that's because um, you know, I do the Eagles preseason games on TV and I do pregame on the radio. So, you know, my Twitter feed is like WIP in Philly and, <laughs> uh, and some Philly people. And, you know, I keep hearing people say that, you know, Jalen Hurts hasn't proven anything. And people are talking about how easy the path has been for the Eagles and all that stuff. I mean, I don't know. I guess what I would tell people is, I grew up outside of Philly. I was a huge Eagles fan, even though, um, you know, they never wanted me as a player. I never played there. It never worked out that way. But it's the best team they've ever had, Um, probably by a decent amount. Now, they might lose Sunday easily, right? I mean, it's going to be a close game. But here's what – I mean, legitimately, guys, they have the best O-line in the league by, by a decent margin. They have the best D-line in the league. They have the best wide receivers in franchise history. They probably have the best secondary, certainly corners, in franchise history. 18 of their 22 starters were either Pro Bowl or Pro Bowl alternate caliber players. You know, the quarterback got second in the MVP vote. I mean, it's just it, it, it's just unbelievable. And by the way, they'll never have it again. I mean, they're going to have to pay Hertz between 40 and $50 million a year, somewhere in there. And they got a lot of free agents. It's unusual for the Eagles to have this many free agents. I mean, Gardner Johnson and 
TJ Edwards, both D tackles, Hargrave and Fletcher Cox, Sam Malo, the running back, Miles Sanders. I mean, um, they're, they're, you know, they, they'll be good the next few years, but they're not going to have a roster like this. It's like, um, I keep saying, it just makes me think of like um, the movie Twins, when Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to go out and be with the girl for the first time, and Danny DeVito's like, Tonight is your night, bro. Is your night, <laughs> like, like, like this year is your year, Eagles. It's your year, Eagles. I mean, because it's just not, it's just not possible with the salary gap for it to be like this. Um, so I actually think, uh, and maybe, like I said, maybe um, Danny is just because of my feet or whatever. But it, it just feels like to me, there's a lot of people that still have a lot of skepticism for the Eagles. I wouldn't consider myself one of those people, even though Washington beat them. You know, we just seen them be too good. But I will ask about Jalen Hurts with the shoulder, banged up at the end of the year. We had one of our favorite guys from PFF on yesterday who mentioned that his least accurate three games that they've graded were the last three games that he's played. Two touchdowns, three picks over his last four, and they haven't really needed him, frankly, in the playoffs. How do you feel about kind of the trend for Hurts, the shoulder, some of those things? First of all, you're right. He has not played as well since he came back from the shoulder injury as he played before that. There's no question. You know, I was talking about this on my Even Money betting podcast this week. One of the bets I took was the under on Jalen Hurts passing yards. He just hasn't. And if I'm Spagnolo, I can tell you right now what I would do. I would load the box and try to stop the Eagles' run game, which, by the way, is easier said than done, but that's what I would do. I would absolutely make Jalen Hurts beat me. Absolutely. And if Hurts is connecting on downfield throws to A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Hurts has an awesome game, I think you tip your cap and say, okay, man, they're just that good. But you can't just let them run you over because, you know, it's funny how everybody's like, oh, man, you know, like their path has been so easy. Nobody was saying that before they played the 49ers. Everybody was talking about how good the Niners were and the role the Niners were on winning 11 in a row. Well, I know their quarterbacks got hurt. Well, guess what? I mean, like, the Eagles D linemen hurt them. Like they forced those injuries. They caused like those weren't like fluke injuries. Those were Eagles D line killing the quarterback injuries. And then if you watch the tape, the Niners are still bragging on Radio Row this week about having the number one defense. They got beat up. I mean, they got they got beat down in the NFC Championship game. The Eagles didn't even need to throw the ball. They shouldn't even throw the ball. I mean, they they ran. The Niners over. Um, their offensive line, it's crazy. I mean, the center is the best player in this is the best center in the sport. Hall of Famer. The right tackle is the best right tackle in the sport. Maybe a Hall of Famer. But like the left side of their O line, my lot of guys is six eight, three eighty. And I don't know if you've seen him up close, but it's nuts. He has like no fat. And then Landon Dickerson at left guard is six six three fifty. I don't know what they list him at, but I, I talked to some guys. I said, how much is Landon away? They said, a lot. <laughs> and 
you know, so think about that. Like when they have a double team, okay, you're, you're playing three technique, outside shoulder of the left guard, Dickerson. That's 730 pounds, bro. I mean, 730 pounds. Now, I was not a big science guy, but there's no way any defensive tackle should be able to hold up to a 730-pound double team. Coming off the, the ball with as much energy and force as they can possibly come off the ball with. They were taking Kinlaw for the Niners and throwing him up out of the club. It was crazy. Everybody, Ross Tucker with us here on G&D. You you touched on this briefly here, Ross, but I'd love for you to expound on it. I I think the story of this game, I'm thinking back to that Tampa-Kansas City Super Bowl a couple years ago where that Tampa defense beat up that Kansas City offensive line. It's a much better O-line now, but this Eagles pass rush is just Ridiculous. It's just an army of quarterback getters. Like everybody comes out of the stands with double digit sacks uh, this year for that group. I think that's where the game is ultimately decided that pass rush versus the KCO line. Break it down for us. So here's another one, okay? Think about this. And Dominican Sue is the highest paid defensive player in NFL history. He's third string for the Eagles. He, he, I don't think he's played 20 snaps in a game yet. Robert Quinn had 18 and a half sacks last year for the Chicago Bears. Also third string for the Eagles. Also hasn't played 20 snaps in a game yet. I mean, and that, that to me, Danny is probably the difference in the game. If you look at like the Chiefs D line, they're good. You know, Chris Jones was the best defensive player in football, probably. Naughty's good. Frank Clark, Karloftis, the problem is when you look at the second-string D-line for the Chiefs. I just don't know that those guys can hold up. And so I think you either play your starters more snaps and they get worn down and run over, or you put in the backups and they just get run over. Whereas the Eagles' depth and their ability to come at you in waves is really, really impressive. Um, to your point about the Bucks game, this Chiefs O-line, I would say, is top five in the NFL. The interior trio is really good. The tackles have not been great. But Mahomes is a different player than he was in that Bucks Super Bowl. In the Bucks Super Bowl, Mahomes was still a guy looking to throw the ball deep a lot. He has changed. He gets rid of the ball super quickly and early underneath, and that's what he's going to have to do. Because if he holds it, Reddick and those guys are going to be coming, and they're going to get to him. So the, the, the thing I think is really interesting is, can the Eagles take away Mahomes' first, first read? Can they make him hold on to the ball a little bit longer so that you know the D-line – can get there. And it's weird because you you guys will appreciate this, right? Like, I think it's going to be a close game. And in a close game, I definitely favor the Chiefs because we've all seen Mahomes make the critical play, you know, in a huge game late. I mean, he's done it dozens of times. Hurts hasn't had to do that. You know, it's not that he can't, but Hurts hasn't had to do that. 
So that part of it makes me lean to the Chiefs in a close game. The flip side is the better team always beats the best player. I mean, think about it. I mean, the Peyton Manning games, all, all the time, the MVP, the best player, his team loses to the better team. Mahomes is the best player on the planet, and I think probably by a decent margin. But the Eagles have the best team, which is why I lean in their direction. But I also think it's going to be an awesome game. Wouldn't shock me if it went other way. Because the, the reality is the Eagles haven't played like a Josh Allen or a Joe Burrow this year, let alone a Mahomes. You know, they haven't had to play this type of elite quarterback. Odyssey NFL insider Ross Tucker here on Grant and Danny, who is an excellent follow, by the way. Uh, if you want NFL information, he always does a good job on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. You actually asked Ross one of the questions recently on Twitter that I have wondered about. I think it's one of our society's greatest questions, which is how have so many friendlies gone out of business, man? I mean, the I'll burgers and the ice cream there, when I was a kid, that was my go-to. You can't find them anymore. I saw you posted a picture from one, so God bless you. But what happened? You know what? <clears throat> I didn't even think about it. So, so I, t- I was in Phoenix for the Super Bowl, Radio Row stuff. Put the red eye back Wednesday night because yesterday was my daughter's birthday. And we said, what do you want to do? She said, I want to go to Friendly's, and then I want to go roller skating. Like, all right, fine, let's do it. So, by the way, I live in central PA, like Harrisburg, Hershey. The, the friendlies in Hershey shut down a year ago. The friendlies in Camp Hill on the west shore of Harrisburg, that's still up and running. So we went there, and, like, you know, the food is good. We get a, you get a free Sunday with your food. Uh, um, so I crushed a mint chocolate chip cookie thing. My wife only had like two bites of her cookies and cream Sunday, so I crushed hers. Yep. And then my younger daughter only had a couple bites of her peanut butter cup Sunday. So I, I probably had the equivalent of 2.75 Sundays yesterday. The Lord's work. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I am a, I am a man. I am a father. Um, so I just started thinking, like, what happened to these? Like, my 11, you know, so I grew up, we would go there once a week. And by the way, we went there after every Little League baseball game ever. Ever. Okay? So, and my 11-year-old daughter wants to go there on her birthday. So, like, what happened? Where's the disconnect that 40-somethings love it, 11-year-olds love it, we all like it, and yet they close all over the place? Some people have said that it's like um, – the food took too long or that the competition in terms of ice cream is better and being able to just get better flavors of ice cream at home. But to me, it's like you're going in there for the experience. You're going there for like the upside down cone hat. And it looks like it's a person. I I am surprised, very surprised. We didn't have any close to us. It was like the ultimate sports trip destination. I, I think I went 20 times, had 20 outstanding meal experiences. I'll never understand it. Russ, what I like to do in times like this, I have no data to support it. Okay. I like to make a very big sweeping, bold claim and just say the word millennials and just sort of let that be my explanation. <laughs> I just, I go with that. Um, You know, 
it is weird because it's like the other places we would go, like as far as I know, right? Like TJI Fridays, Ruby Tuesdays, like those are still around, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Your boy still goes to, well, I haven't in a while, but yeah, I'd love to go to Ruby Tuesdays right now and meet you okay, there. Okay, okay. Yeah. Because like I grew, up, I grew up in Reading, Pennsylvania. Okay, we didn't have a ton of like um, non-chain restaurants, okay? Like we majored in the chain restaurants, all right? And so I guess I'm I'm confused as to how like people still go to Fridays or Ruby Tuesdays or something like that, but they don't go to Friendly. Yeah, how'd we get I, here? How'd we get I think, here? I think you you're I, asking you know the right I'm questions. Honestly, I'm honestly I'm I kind of I tried to crowdsource it on Twitter at Ross Tucker NFL, but this is now like I might do a deep dive and Google it and actually find out like. What happened? This needs to be a documentary that you host. I want a Netflix documentary where the opening scene is like you going with your daughter on her birthday. And you're like, and so I got to thinking, how did we get here? But he's out front of like an old friendlies and it's windy. For some reason, there's tumbleweed going by. It's closed. The Hershey Bears game is taking place behind him. So I got a better thing for you guys. And I just decided this Wednesday's Ross Tucker football podcast next week. I am going to interview one of the 200 million people in the United States that doesn't watch the Super Bowl. Like, because they're going to set a record, okay? <laughs> yeah. With 115 million or 120 million people are going to watch it. That means 200 million people in our country don't watch the Bowl. I have never met anybody that doesn't watch the Super Bowl. That's a great point. I don't know Such anybody. I don't know anybody that doesn't watch the Super Bowl. So I said on my show, if you know someone that doesn't watch Super Bowl at all, please email me or DM me. I want to interview them. I just want to know what their life is like. Like, I want to know (laughs) where they grew up. Have they ever watched the Super Bowl? Because first of all, there's no chance they grew up in the state of Pennsylvania. No chance. So you you can eliminate that entire state. Because you grew up going to high school football games and friendlies in Pennsylvania. So, like, you definitely watch the Super Bowl. So, I don't know what states these people are from. And I, I just want to know what they do for those three hours. Like, I, I got to know, what, like, when they read a book, are, are, they, are they pruning their garden? Like, what do they do? I, so, I'm fascinated by this. What does anyone do? Danny's second pick, we did a draft earlier in the show, Ross, of the characters at a Super Bowl party who we would kick out of our party. A three-round draft. So, like, the first pick in the draft was Danny's, uh, the guy who over-talks about his bets. I went with the guy who played high school football who over-talks about his career. But Danny actually did take the anti-football lecturer, you know, the person who essentially tells you they don't watch football, they're just there because... Makes a big got, production out of it. They got dragged there, and, 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 oh, by the way, you shouldn't watch it either because, you know, these players are putting themselves in harm's way. Like, that was Danny's second pick. And so I... We've all I been at a party with someone. I don't go to Super Bowl like parties as of like four years ago. I don't go to Super Bowl parties because I went to a couple. Uh, so for the first year, our friends had it. I went uh, and I stayed for the first half. But during the first half, Gary, the dentist, kept asking me a lot of football questions. That's tough. And that yep. that would be my number one pick. Like I don't care if you're talking because I can ignore you. But if you're specifically asking me questions right. and I'm rude if I don't reply, 
Yeah, then I'm out on you. But he's asking you questions in fairness because you're Ross Tucker, right? There is another layer of this as a football celebrity of sorts, if I may. You're going to a party, and Danny, in a very minimal way, you and I would deal with this possibly, where, like, you just you get in, but within 10 minutes, word gets around, that guy does a radio show. So now everyone it's about has a, sports, yeah. He's got a question for you. Ross is ten, ten like, times it's like, that. It's like, it's like, I don't understand, like, why didn't they throw it there? And it's like, mm. well, well, Gary, it's fourth and one, okay? And they got a really good offensive line. And, you know, they've, well, Gary. they've, converted, they've converted 98% of their quarterback sneaks this year. You know, hey, Gary, when I come over to get my teeth cleaned, I'm not asking you questions the whole time, bro. Like, I'm not asking you, like, why are you cleaning my teeth like that? I just let you do it. Because you, you clean my teeth, then you do the floss thing. Like, you, you know, like, like, I don't ask you why you do this stuff. So, so the second year, I just went, um, like, early. And I ate all their food and had three beers. And I got home back in time <laughs> before the start of the game. I just went for free game. Uh, and now I don't even bother. Now, now I don't even bother doing that. My wife's embarrassed by that. <laughs> She's like, we can't just go and eat their food. We now can't go to the party. Well, enjoy your you know Super Bowl experience you know wherever you are. Every time I go to the Super Bowl party, like back then, really, it's any type of party. First thing I do is I look at all the food and I take a video of it and I post it on social media at Lost Tucker NFL. But and, and they all know about this. It's the point now, guys. When I go to a social gathering uh, and I get my camera out, everybody, like the host will be like, he's doing it. He's doing it. He's doing it. (laughs) And and they all watch me. They watch me like I'm an artist at work talking about this food, right? It's hilarious. Like they take it, like they all, they all look at it either on Facebook or Twitter and like, they can't believe they were there when I did one of these. It's amazing. Spielberg's in the editing room. That's right. Ross Scorsese. Yeah, and then and then I go and I'll grab like a carrot or a celery, and I'll go to like the hummus or the guac, and I'll announce real loudly so people think I'm like healthier than I am. I'm like, oh, Bill, I'm so glad you got a veggie tray, and I'll dip like a carrot in the hummus just so people think that like, oh man, he's pretty healthy. I don't like let them see the rest of what I eat, but I announced my I announced my vegetable eating with authority. Fantastic, Ross. This is your weekend, man. Enjoy it, buddy. Thanks for hopping on with us. Of course, anytime. See you, dude. Great you, having y'all. There's Ross Tucker. You see why we love having him on G and D Odyssey NFL Insider Insider Calls presented by BetQL. BetQL, your one stop shop for sports betting analytics, an app that helps you make the most informed bets possible. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Next, we were all upset as Commanders fans, then Redskins fans, when the Eagles won their first Super Bowl. Do you still have that same fervor for them not to win another? And let's actually think about what it might be like in this town on a Friday before a Super Bowl if Washington was about to play in one of these games. It's going to take some creativity. Our our imagination caps from preschool, we got to put those back on. G&D on the fan. Winning off the field at 345. We're giving away Fallout Boy tickets at 4 o'clock. 
We actually got an awesome prize at 5 o'clock today. So this is about 90 minutes from now. We're going to give away two tickets to our big event, uh, Impractical Jokers show. I say our event because you and I are going to be on stage. Yeah. I think introducing the fellows from Impractical Jokers. But as part of the tickets we're giving away today, you're going to get a VIP pass for a -a once-in-a-life opportunity to meet Q, Murr, and Sal and to be a part of the introduction on stage, I believe, which is crazy. That is nuts. So if you're in on Impractical Jokers, you got to be listening at five and an hour and a half to win those tickets and to win that VIP pass right here on Grant and Danny. Am I eligible? Because I would you love are to not. do that. You are a mark, though. I'm a mark. Garris is an Impractical Jokers guy. All in on Impractical Jokers. They're funny. I watch them. I enjoy it. I'm looking forward to introducing them. It's going to be cool. I'll be a little starstruck. That'll be neat. I don't know if I, like, Darius is going to go out of his way to be there that night. He will help us. Like, uh-huh. he's like, hey, uh, I'm here to produce the uh, the Grant and Danny introduction. And uh, here's your notes. <laughs> he's like handing us a blank sheet of paper. Like, here's what you guys say right before they come out. You're going to be there to meet the fellas. I mean, when when my TV is not on something sports related, it's on True TV watching Impractical Jokers reruns all through the night. I, I, I absolutely love it. I, mean, I can't who, get enough. Who would have thought? I did not know. You're gonna, have, you're gonna have to help us with all the with all the the intricacies of, of the guys. Like don't don't look Sal in the eye, or you know, make sure Joe has his tea at oh, exactly hundred degrees, whatever. I so, got you. Two great prizes today coming up at the top of the next two hours. Four o'clock, Fallout Boy tickets. Five o'clock, Impractical Joker tickets with the meet and greet, which is pretty darn sweet. I'll tell you how I'm not winning off the field before we get to that. Fifteen minutes from now. Oh, okay. I have been looking forward to. Getting an encrust an uncrustable for like the last twenty minutes. Uh-huh. I came in today. I said, "Hey, haven't had lunch. Is anybody in the mood to grab something in the neighborhood?" No, no. Everyone told me that they hated me yep. and to go away. Oh so no! Thanks, Frank. I'm sitting here hungry, so I I've been working my way. I'm like, okay, I can wait a little longer. I'll get an uncrustable around three fifteen, three thirty. That'll get me to dinner. I run over to the kitchen in the break. No uncrustables. They're out. <sighs> There's nothing to eat. There's yeah, just chips. It's not even on the table. It's not there, Ron. Apologize, Coach. It's not there. But uh, we'll figure out a way that we are winning off the field for next segment. Uh, Danny, question. Mm-hmm. I believe that the average Commanders fan will be way less bothered by the Eagles winning the Super Bowl this time around than when they won a handful of years ago against the Patriots. I agree with that. My logic is how I feel. And at that point, I was really upset that they went on the run. I was really angry that they had a chance to get their ring because you you had something to hold over them until they had won their title, right? Now, it's almost like writing a bestseller or a second bestseller. It's super impressive what they're doing, and it's amazing. I don't know if it's because maybe I like Jalen Hurts a lot as well as a dude, and so I'll kind of be happy for him personally. I just don't have the same animus for them winning another ring. Like, the first time my concern was, a la the Braves after the Nats won the World Series, I like having the bragging rights of being a recent champion. Yep. That's gone anyway. I think I'm on to something that people in D.C. that like the Commanders are probably not as invested in the Eagles not winning. This one's not going to hurt most of them as much. Is, is how I, is, I agree with your assessment. Here's how I feel. I'm furious. I'm irate but for a different reason. The first one, it's because I despise them and want no success. I want them to be miserable forever and, and enough of their success, period, end of story. I hope they lose every game they play. Unless they play the Cowboys, sometimes maybe they could tie. 
Here's why I'm livid about this one. This is one of those, I don't, I don't know a great way to describe this, but I'm, I'm going to do my best. So imagine you and your rival, right? Your high school bully, a guy that like ruined everything for you and made you miserable for a really long time. And then you came out of it. You thought you'd escaped him. Well, imagine this guy shows right up back in your life and he's now dating your ex-girlfriend and he's in much better shape than you. And you'd heard he'd gotten fat, but he didn't. He's got a nine pack abs and he makes a million bucks a year and is handsomer now than he was six weeks ago. That's what this is for me. While they were good, obviously won a Super Bowl, window open, then they stunk, then they built up and now are excellent. What have I been doing the whole time? I'm sitting here doing my same old crap. I'm doing the same old nonsense, swimming in the same old pond with an overmatched guy in charge of my thing that's gone, wait, we showed improvement, we really did, we were the sixth seed in, in November, okay, we really were. <laughs> Super Bowl. They were terrible while you guys were mediocre, patting yourself on the back. Don't strain yourself too hard while you're patting yourself on the back for all the improvements. They're going back to the Super Bowl in the second year of a of a goofball from South Jersey who comes in there you know, mean-mugging the camera and swinging on people because they stepped on his converse Chuck Taylors at a bar. They're at the Super Bowl because they're built well. While you're sitting there going seven and ten and eight eight and one or whatever the hell you're doing, I get that. I'm, I, I can't get over it. I'm so furious. I, so I have all of those same feelings of jealousy and envy and wishing I had Howie Roseman, right? And wishing that I had a functional owner who wasn't on the verge of selling, which is somehow better than him keeping the team yeah. because he's been that bad and that awful on and off the field. But that's what it is, really, is envy and jealousy more than anything else. I mean, I just, I don't have the same feelings of desperation for them not to win. And I can't really wrap my head around why other than to say, I think that that ship has sailed. Yep. You know, it's almost like um, you're talking about, like, you're competing with your bully or something like that. You know, it's almost like there, so many years have passed. I don't have the same fervor to wish harm anymore. It's like I, I get it. They won their Super Bowl. I don't really care anymore. Like if they didn't have if it's one, it's two. If it's five, they didn't oh, have. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't have a ring. They never had their Lombardi. They didn't have a trophy, and I could hold that over them. That, that's a trump card in a debate when they're being jerks as they're up twenty at FedEx Field. I've already lost that part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. So whether they win a second one or not, that doesn't really change a lot for me. Kevin's in Centerville. Uh, will you feel any less pain as a Commanders fan? The Eagles win another well, one? Yeah, so this is coming from a, a person that has, you know, kind of cooled on the Commanders. Um, but if you are a diehard Commanders fan, I have to ask you a question. When do you think we're going to win the next Super Bowl for in, in Washington? Probably not in the next decade. I could see after this one, I could see Philly with Jalen Hurts and some good know uh you know management them winning another two in the next decade then they hold scoreboard over you in terms of super bowl rings right but if they don't get this one then that makes it a little bit more difficult for them to sure. you know get to four and get ahead of you on super bowl rings now this doesn't take into account that washington hasn't been to a super bowl well heck even a D- nfc championship in over 30 years since i was in middle school um, but you know, you still have that. You can still grasp and you totally, totally, totally. Oh, so much. It's a great call. Yep. And I'm glad you made it. Thank you, buddy. 
He's 100% right about that. I, I guess I have, I have two observations. The first is, does anyone really do the overall Super Bowl scoreboard thing? I mean, that exists out on a Wikipedia page somewhere. But is anyone going, well, I've got five rings and you only have four era by era? You know, 49ers have, have bragging rights on this team. It was at one point. It was a thing I, at one I point. I think that's gone. You know, like the Patriots and the Steelers. It's cool that you have X amount of rings. I think it's more, do you have one or you don't? It's like a club. The Vikings don't have a ring. That's a story. The Eagles didn't have a ring. That's a thing. You don't get in the club. You, we're not lifting up the rope. Whether you have two or three or four or five or who has more, I guess it's kind of a conversation, but it's not one that I really pay a lot of attention to. Is like, who has more championships? Because how relevant is that really? You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. I, I do think he's right, though. And, and don't get me wrong. I am rooting for them to lose. Like, I want the Chiefs to win. I'd love Kansas City to roll them and win by 15. I'm just saying if the Eagles win, which a few years ago, Crestfallen might be strong, but I was legitimately Furious. salty. I was, you know, so I was annoyed. mad the entire yeah. day, the, that night, the next day. I didn't want it to happen. I just don't have that same feeling this year. Yeah, I have a different reason for my feeling, but I've got that same fire. Like when they're on television during Super Bowl night, it's going to come drum back up. I'm going to be so annoyed from start to finish. It's a good call. Uh, let's get to winning off the field next. If you want to tell us how you are in the win column, you call us right now to do so. These are little teeny tiny mini moral victories in honor of Bruce Allen. 800-636-1067. At 425, we've got our second Super Bowl weekend draft of the day. Who can make the best plate of snacks? We'll do a draft to determine who puts the best plate together. And we've got a DC sports celebrity to judge our plates in the four o'clock hour right here on Grant and Danny. Football Friday, one last time we're winning off the field on Grant and Danny. And to clarify, this isn't our last winning off the field. This is our last football Friday. Right, of right, right. Yes, season. of course. But you know what the music means. You call us up at 800-636-1067. Not for Danny, not for me or Darius or Ryan, but for Bruce Allen. You let us know how you're in the win column. These are teeny tiny things that don't matter to anyone else. Something cool or fun that happened to you today that you've got brewing that no one else would care about. We call them off-field wins. We're winning off the field but we got to start winning on the field. Something tiny. you got something big coming up for you. This is a big deal for you. I'm going to try to do mine quick. So you know how we park in the building uh, downstairs, right? We do that? Very. It's very cheap, too. Yes. Well, I have an auto pay situation set up. And like what happens at the end of sort of a cycle, my credit card that I was using for pretty much all the bills and stuff expired. So like I went in and changed it everything I could think of. Totally 100% my fault. I forgot to change it with our parking folks, right? Totally my bad. And I got a notice. It's like, hey, dude, your card was declined. We can't, like, use it. I'm like, well, of course you can't use it because it's it's expired. So I entered the new one. I didn't. I enrolled it in the auto pay but didn't actually pay the bill that was due. You follow me? So I enrolled it in auto pay from here on out. You're great. But I still owed from the previous time that I was supposed to have paid when they tried to bill me. So they notified me today. They're like, hey, man, we tried to bill you, and you're like, you're, you're late now. you got to pay. And I'm like, oh, my God, i got to pay. They're going to take my car out of the building. Who knows what's going to happen? They're not going to do anything. Won't be able to get in here. 
So anyway, I'm going back and forth, and it turns out Aston is listening to the show while he and I are in communication. He says, the show sounds great, by the way. He's a fan of you and I. He also said he's going to waive the late fee. I've paid, wow. and I'm saving almost $5. How about that? Waiving the late fee. Therefore, I am. Winning off the field. Pays to be Danny Ruye, right? doesn't it? Yeah. Must be nice. Yeah. Getting $5 here. Look at this. $5 there. Yeah. Hall of Fame induction there. That's right. boy. Speaking of that, by the way, true story, all my teammates just found out. All right. Like, they're texting me today. Way to go. Nice of those guys. But that's kind of nice that uh, <laughs> it's it's almost like your birthday keeps going. No, People are wishing you happy birthday like days later. Uh, I am winning today in every capacity. But my victory is that Fast and the Furious 10 is coming to theaters in May, and the trailer has dropped, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Therefore, I am. Winning off the field? I got myself a trailer. I'm going to play it for you right now because mm -hmm. I'm a trailer guy. I want to have an award show that I give out awards just for trailers. Best trailer, worst trailer, best acting performance in a trailer, worst acting performance. The Fast and the Furious trailers are always the best because the movies are the best. This is Fast 10, by the way. Not 8 or 9. This is 10. Keep up. Fast X. We got Vin Diesel. We got Jason Momoa. We got Brie Larson. We got Michelle Rodriguez. We got Jason Statham. We got John Cena. We got them all, baby! Fast 10! I know that this road has been very hard. And yet here you are, building this magnificent family. What's going on in that head of yours? Something little piece of it. Is it dead? They're not afraid of anything. But I am. I'm afraid of losing someone I love. No. We love family in this series. Mm. Dominic Toretto. <gasps> You're about to learn all about fear. No! Oh. <laughs> you built such a so scary. Life. So anyway, that's your little taste. There will be cars, there will yep. be explosions, there will all of the things that we love. There will somehow they'll be in space and and they'll they'll fly to a new realm and and it's all going to be all fine. with cars. It will likely work out. My it, guess is Dom will prevail once more. I'll be there for eleven. But in the meantime, it's a wild ride, isn't it? It's just fun. Opening night, you'll see me. I'll be the guy with the popcorn and the cola. Come on, have a good time. Fast and the Furious Ten, Danny. Therefore, I am. Danny, therefore I am. Hold on, Winning off there the field. Uh, so my wife actually said something to me. Mm. She said, when Grant's excited, yeah. you need to not yuck somebody else's yum. Wow. <laughs> she said that? She said that. Because she's like, she she's, that? Like, she's like, we're trying to teach our kids that, right? Where you don't like if some might like I have to eat like a healthy dinner and my my kid goes, ew. Like that that didn't make anybody feel good. So I'm glad that you're happy. No, you're not. So, wait, hold on. Is this when earlier, when I was watching the trailer, when you completely belittled it and you literally looked down on it and you go, Fast and the Furious? And I said, yeah, man. And you said, they're still making those? And I said, yeah. No, no. Don't make it like that. You, no. Th that's literally no. what happened. Here's what happened. And, and I was Here's talking to Darius or someone and you go, they've made 10 of those? Tell no. me you didn't say it, Darius. That's, I, listen. That's 100% Stop it. Is that Stop yucking it. a yum? Stop it. Is that what you You're were talking You're lying. About? And it's the lying that hurts. No. I, Darius. I, stop this. I want a third party. I'm going to. I'm. We I'm, had a witness. Here's what happened. You said it's Fast and the Furious 10. 
My question was, I legitimately thought they already made 10. I said, didn't they already do 10? You're gonna, I know you're going to take it because you're so excited there about it. There was no belittlement? There's no, there, there was there's no, no belittlement. There's none. Okay. I, I, I legitimately thought they had done 10 already. I thought there was an X involved. I thought they had. Rich and only. They use Super Bowl Roman numerals. I can't wait for Fast and the Furious 57. This is going to be an LLIV. <laughs> it's going to XXX. Oh, my God. I2. It's going to be great. What's up, Rich? Well, you know, Grant, nothing's more important than family. Nothing. I you agree. Me familiar. Hmm. Let's all so, sit around uh, and have ourselves be... a delicious ice cold beverage. Absolutely. So I will be hosting a little Super Bowl get together, which is always good. And I'm going to be grilling some stuff for the adults. So I just figured I'd go on my Domino's app to, you know, get some food for the kids. So I'll have a little separate table, blah, blah, blah. Turns out I've assumed enough points to get a free Domino's pizza. Therefore, I am winning off the field. Boy, That's Rich. fantastic. Let's go to Tony in Fairfax. Hey, pal. What's going on, fellas? Bobby. I'll tell you what. I got a short notice baby shower dropped into my family for Sunday. Oh, boy. We already invited some people over, and my wife, bless her heart, goes, Hey, honey, why don't you stay home and prep for the party? You don't have to go to the baby shower. Mm. Therefore, I am winning off the field. Hold on. Can I follow up with a question before you leave? Someone's having a baby shower on Super Bowl Sunday. A culture that loves the World Cup more than the Super Bowl. Unbelievable. It is what it is. I I love them, but they just don't celebrate it like we do. And they allow men. They demand men in the baby shower. I'm like, no. No. Jot that down for an off-season topic, by the way. We need to put an end to that. Collectively, societally. There was a time where the baby shower. There was a time. I called up Darius and asked him to go to a movie, and he said, no, fat tub of goo. But at least I got to go to the movie. But you got to invite him. Right? Now, baby shower means I have to go to the baby shower. Oh. We don't have to do that. Oh. That's reaction for every president. Oh. I think the baby shower is wonderful. I think it's great. Yep. So nice. It's a wonderful thing. I just don't know why we're doing it collectively now. What about when we just didn't do it collectively? Yeah. I just get to see the presents when you come home. I was so I, I was stunned. I don't know if you guys were this way. I had to show up at the very end. Like they, they were like, it's it's now kind of customary for the dude to arrive at the end. Like when yeah, it was our was baby always, shower. That's yeah, a cameo. That's always. Yes. I didn't even know that much. I was like, even that seems a little wrong. You but, help pack the car, right? You, you wave. Yeah. Thank you guys for the for the small uh, size cake. Get a real cake, bigger. Now it's everybody's there all the every, time. Everybody. What are we gonna play next? <laughs> what game? You ever play Leave? You ever do that? <laughs> it's a fun game. You ever play Departure? <laughs> play Who Gets in Their Car First? It's one of my favorites. Beltway Blitz is next on Grant and Danny. Four o'clock, top of the hour. We got those tickets to Fallout Boy, and at five, when AJ Perez of Front Office Sports, who says Dan Snyder may not sell if he doesn't get seven billion bucks, stops by. We'll ask him about that at five. That's when you can win tickets to go see the Impractical Jokers, a meet and greet possibly, and a appearance on stage on with stage. Me and Danny to introduce the guys next weekend. Pretty cool. You're listening to the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.